try to keep it cool and stylish today. Um, I have a friend from outside of town who has quite a bit of experience and uh, is a veteran in the game, I would say, for how fashion has uh, rose and came up. And as you can tell, we'll be talking fashion again, give you some tips and tricks, some personal history, what we think of trends, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I'm here with Jordan and our special guest today is John. How's it going, John? It's going great. Thank you guys for having me on. Um, me and Julian have had this idea to hop on here for a little bit now, um, but unfortunately our schedules have never really coincided, so I do want to thank you guys so much for having me on the show. Um, I'm a big fan. I listen to just about every off the top. Wow, man. I'm really honored. Uh, so, John, being such a fan, now that we have you here, I'm going to ask you, who do you think is going to be the runner-up for the fastest archaeologist this year? fastest archaeologist if you if this is the first time you're hearing this term then you definitely I, haven't been watching I, yeah i have i have to say i have been pretty heavy in the work hole the last couple weeks i might be a couple episodes behind the last one i the last one i watched or last one i watched last one i listened to um was about you guys i want to say mostly Oh, the uh, what it's like, like as a minority or young. Yeah, yeah, and okay. I, I resonate with that. I, um, I come from a Puerto Rican heritage. Both my grandparents are from Puerto Rico, um, so that one really resonated with me. I actually showed my dad; he was a big fan of that one. Oh, wow. wow, thank That's you very much for that. We're reaching places. It. Yeah, exactly. But uh, so let's just get into it. Um, we'll start with Jordan. What is your kind of personal history of your style, or how would you define your style or like your dress, like as a young adult today? So right now, currently, I would kind of uh, describe my style as something being, uh, I feel like I have this little dichotomy of style. And one, it's just because I'm split between, like, I work in a very professional setting. So, you know, ties, shirt, dress, like, you know, dress pants and sometimes suits. So I have some of my more, like, you know, pieces are refined. I have quite a few dress shirts and slacks and whatnot. Um but I feel like I tiptoe the line of kind of, uh, I, I, it's hard to describe, but how about you living with me? How do you think my style is? Um, I would say somewhere in that bachelor realm, a well-dressed bachelor realm. And so like, like you said, young professional. So you kind of have this selection of uh, professional button downs and whatnot, but it sometimes splurges to more of a, um, you know, classic streetwear scene. So like Adidas and a uh, graphic tee and then maybe like a blazer or a cardigan. Um, that's kind of the way I, I don't know if that's a, there's a category to that, but that's kind of where I'd roll with your style. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm agreeing that with that. Yeah. All right, John, let's, uh, you're the one out of the most of us that has the kind of the knowledge or the more refined style. Um, how would you describe yourself or how you dress? Um, well, Knowing me through high school, the both of you guys, um, I'm sure you would both say that I wasn't always kind of this way. <laughs> um, growing up in like a single mother household, um, we didn't really have a whole lot to go around. Um, so I rocked a lot of hand-me-downs. So I really had to work with what I had at the time. Um, later in life, obviously getting a job and everything like that, 15, 16, um, I was able to kind of really pick out and go, this is kind of more the look that I want to go for, shopping for my body type and everything like that, being very long, being very skinny. Um, sometimes the hand-me-downs were not necessarily my size or style, <laughs> um, so I really had to work with what I had. Um, but growing up and realizing, obviously, you and me kind of connected through the sneaker scene and everything like that, sneaker diet, photography, 
Um, I was really into the Jordans and everything like that growing up. Um, started to realize that I was wasting a lot of money. <laughs> That's, yeah. yeah. Um, but I would describe my style. Obviously, I work on a retail floor um, on an everyday basis, so I'm, I'm not confined to a business attire or anything like that. I do try to keep it a little bit more formal um, nowadays um, so that I'm not looking like I'm just that kid lining up for sneakers every day. <laughs> yeah. um, but I would describe it as more of a... A grunge chic right now is kind of is kind of what I'm going Ooh, for. Yeah, I, I kinda, I'm digging that a little bit right now. I'm digging a lot more of the punk stuff, the leather jackets, the denim jackets. Um, I've always rocked like a lot of flannels. Right now, I'm going through like a huge boot thing. I've been buying a lot, a lot of boots. Um, trying to stay away from a lot of the sneakers and a lot of the bulkier silhouettes that I think are getting pushed out nowadays. Um, and above all, really just trying to keep it simple on my own because I think that's uh, where a lot of people go wrong. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, yeah. Grunge chic. That is a phrase I don't want to yeah. put into my dictionary at some time. Mm-hmm. Um, Coin so, that, put that in there. And I think your style, too, is one of those things that, like, four years ago, five years ago, people just didn't understand what was going on. Like, like, oh, you, that's not how, like, a male should dress. Or, like, that's feminine. Or this, this, and that. And it's like, and now it's one of the more common trends of, like, a well-dressed, maybe some, like, nice boots, like you said, or, like, a denim jacket or, like, clothes that fit your body. Um, it's interesting to see how that has changed in this short, you know, four to five years of, you know, people's opinions of style. Um, and I think that's something that's kind of just going to continue to change. Um, I still get a lot of looks. I mean, um, right now I'm digging the crossbody bag a lot. I do like that. Um, I've always worn a lot slimmer jeans. But what I always tell people is if, if it's something that makes you feel comfortable and it's something that you're confident in, makes you feel confident, makes you go about your day in a more confident way, approach you know any problem that you're dealing with in a more confident manner, that's what you should wear. Not what anybody on Instagram is telling you should wear or anything like that or any of these influencers or these Facebook ads. But if you go about your day in a more confident way and a more comfortable way in what you're wearing, then I think that's huge. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely right. And I feel like, well, personally, my take on that is, you know, you feel, you know, you gain empowerment through the way you perceive your looking or how you feel you look. So I think that's very important. Uh, Julian, before you try to escape out of this question, <laughs> what do you think your personal style is? Um, let's see. I'm have like an athletic build, so kind of tall, skinny, longer arms, which makes things difficult sometimes because I don't like having like large sleeves hanging off so like sometimes i'm like a large xl t-shirt so it's kind of finding the right fit but i kind of very i don't know if it's minimal but i'm more of like a denim levi's only um sweatshirt type of guy with maybe occasionally i'll throw something in there that's a little bit nicer like a button down but still kind of like a you know streetwear button down um i'd like to grow it over time but i just don't have the time to find some of the stuff in the area that we're in is very limited to the options you have um, of what you want to choose. So I'd say it's just kind of more of a minimal, comfortable sweatshirt and jeans type of deal. Um, But it's never like a ratty sweatshirt. Like I make sure my sweatshirts are nice. (laughs) Um, So I think John touched on it, kind of the, uh, the evolution of, you know, what you're wearing. What is one outfit you guys can recall that you wore that was just awful? Like over time, like maybe you um, wore, maybe you were wearing all purple to like school one day to think it was. Like I'm gonna so. let Jordan go first because oh, I could take a whole. We could do a whole nother off the top about awful John outfits. Honestly, well, um, 
I'm going to take this back to, uh, you know, high school, middle school times <laughs> because Lord knows uh, I was a lost soul when it came to fashion back then, <laughs> especially being uh, heavily involved in sports. A lot of it was, you know, your quintessential basketball shorts, your T-shirt or whatever, and then sneakers and stuff. But there was times when I uh, was feeling quite exquisite with <laughs> my fashion sense. And, you know, I think I specifically remember there was a rainbow uh, pin, like almost pinstriped dress shirt that I wore once. And it might have been paired. Granted, um, emotionally, I think I blocked this out. <laughs> so I don't remember. <laughs> but I, it might have been worn with some sort of short or not, not really good fitting jeans. <laughs> so that I would say that that's probably, you know, and I've had many, I've had many, I'm, <laughs> I've, I've been really bad and I'm on the come up of, you know, making better fashion choices. But as a kid, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bad. I think at one point in maybe like fifth grade, I tried to like acid wash pair of jeans like yeah i was a fifth grader i probably like it was kind of cool that i knew that looking back on it but i tried to like acid wash a pair of jeans and i'm pretty sure one leg was just white it wasn't like speckled or anything <laughs> it was just like i dipped it in the bleach and like just rolled with it it was kind of this two-tone i mean maybe some people thought it was cool but like i was disappointed but <laughs> but that's kind of one that just sticks out to me um, well, like I said, I've, I've had a, just, I could go through pictures of last year and probably find one that I'm not very happy with. Um, mine's, my sense of style and what I like is always changing. So I can dislike something that I wore last week in all honesty. But the one that really, really sticks out is when I was really, really experimenting, just kind of trying to figure out what I, what I liked and what looked good on me. And, uh, really had you know discovered designers and everything like that that i'd never heard before this whole other realm and i went to a local shop here uh, men's hangups oh. and got um shout out lauren down at men's hangups <laughs> if you guys don't shop down there you definitely need to get your get your button ups and everything from him he's an awesome guy um but he let me put a versace crew neck sweater on layaway and i remember begging my mom for the money man i was like 15 16 years old um, and you know, every week if I got $20 for lunch money, I would go, go and put it on this Versace crew neck, just ridiculous. And it was like white knit with like a silver Medusa's head on it, like a, like a gray Medusa's head on it. And I finally got it. And I remember I rocked it with like shorts oh, and like, no, 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 this is where it gets worse. I matched the gray polo horseman uh. on my socks <laughs> to the gray Versace crew. And we, I went to school that way. And I'm I'm sure somebody remembers that outfit. It's just like, oh, God, that was awful. But I was just walking around just so boom, boom. But that's the that's probably the one that I, I wish I could block out the most, I have to say. <laughs> I forgot about the polo sock trend that went around. Oh, for man, it was I was in Ross, dude, just hearts full of <laughs> yeah. polo socks. Yeah, they have quite a selection there. And I think that's a good um, transition to... Do's and do nots of fashion and some of the essentials that we're going to share some of some tips um, 
from you know what we've learned of do's and do nots and see if you know if you're listening if this does help you out or maybe this gives you an idea of you know where to experiment or try out if you already think your you know your fashion's on lock i think it always can evolve um so what are your guys's first just main tip that comes out to you according to like dressing or style i kind of have a couple unpopular opinions on this one to be completely honest um I'm a huge advocate against navy blue and black. I don't know what it is. Um, I've just never thought it looked good. I've just never, I've never had any luck trying to match two navy blues. Um, uh, and I'm just not a fan of the darker and the navy blue look. I'm, um, I'm a huge advocate of a lighter top and maybe a darker bottom or vice versa. Um, and obviously I have blacked out outfits and everything like that, but yeah, the Navy blue and black for whatever reason just does not do it for me. Do you think that's because it's just like some of the pieces that you looked for in Navy blue just didn't work out or just it's over time? I just have to say that I'm just not a huge blue guy. Maybe, um, I rock a lot of denim and everything like that, like light wash and everything, but like deep indigo denim or Navy slacks or anything like that. I'm just not ever done it for me i just i don't look good in it and uh, so that's something knowing um my skin tone and everything like that that i just know i'm like ah, stay away from that one you'll yeah. have no luck yeah and i think if you refine that down i think he's basically just saying like understand your you know your skin tone or your color like sometimes if you have a super red face you shouldn't be wearing a red t-shirt to look like the kool-aid man but uh <laughs> it's just kind of understanding what works and what doesn't work for you you know over time yeah definitely um, and going off of that, what works and what doesn't work, uh, this is one thing that I found out and I've been a huge proponent ever since probably a couple years ago, maybe four or three. And I like, once again, like describing myself as sports, I wore a lot of like baggy stuff, like baggy shorts, baggy shirts and everything like that. And I remember going to LA to visit some family and this guy who was probably like, you know, 5'10", and he stocky build. Uh, we were about to, like, go do something, and he was like, yeah, just, like, wear that. And I'm like, but what do you mean? Like, we're not even the same size. And he's like, what do you think? I'm an XL or something? And that's what I always used to wear is XL. And so I put on his large, like, dress shirt. It fit well. And so ever since then, I've been a huge proponent of fit. So whatever your body type is, like get your fit right. Even if you're big and maybe a little chunky and you know, you got a lot to work with, like it's fit. Nothing looks worse than like something that's bulky on someone bulky. Yeah, no, I don't know how it was a trend in the 2000s, like the gangster rap scene of like 4X tall tees on dudes that were like 5'9". Like, and I think that's a good point is things have evolved like finding the right fit for your body makes a huge difference instead of trying to like either like hide your body or i think still think stuff that's like way too tight is a little awkward like no one wants to see your shirt from baby gap um i think it just makes things a little weird if you see that guy at the gym that has his like you know it's probably a medium t and his you know his biceps are or the bicep holes in a shirt is screaming. It's kind of weird, but that's my personal like approach to that. No, I definitely have to say that I'm a huge, huge shop for your body type. Figure out what looks, what looks good on you. And unfortunately, some things just aren't for everybody. Um, I've had to learn that the hard way several times, um, trying out new trends or new things um, that I thought I would really, really like. 
um, that necessarily just aren't for me or my body type. Um, I'm very skinny. I always have been. Um, and kind of going back to the hand-me-down thing, I remember looking at pictures of me and I'm like, wow, I am swimming in this t-shirt. <laughs> that is awful. Um, and I think a, a lot of people still kind of make that mistake where they're maybe not paying attention to the inseam on their jeans or anything like that. You know, they're coming up a little shy or, you know, t-shirts are just maybe not even barely hitting their belt line. And I'm like, I, I notice all those little things and all those little things make me more comfortable in my uh, daily routine and everything like that. I'm reaching for a lot of things and everything. So if I didn't, you know, necessarily wear the right size shirt, all of a sudden I'm wearing a crop shirt when I'm like up reaching for something for a customer, you know what I'm saying? Um, And I always want to be comfortable in my workplace. So um, I think shopping for your body type is huge and it's a really big miss for a lot of guys right now. Um, You see, I mean, everybody knows the guy that walks around looking like a triangle that has that really tight affliction tee on, hasn't done leg day and I don't know how long. You're like, oh man, you should have just gotten one size up, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think one of the ones that sticks out to me and it's not necessarily like clothing related but i think under like i think a haircut really helps your fashion sense because i mean i have some pieces in my closet that i don't wear when i have short hair because it just doesn't look the same but like when i wear long hair or when i have like a like a mini fro like some pieces don't work and it's kind of like figuring out I think a haircut can also streamline how you know you're, it makes it look a little bit cleaner if you're going for a little bit you know, you have a more ratty look to it. There's some, you know, styles that affect that a little bit better. But I think it's not like you can have the best clothes on earth. And if you don't have like your, I don't know, your hair game or your facial hair or whatever it is on point, like it's just going to throw it all off. Yeah, I've never thought about it like that, but you're definitely right with, you know, and it also helps too with it your hair whatever hairstyle you have it helps shape your face as well you know if you were to have something boxy on a rounder face uh it might help complement your jaw maybe or like you know how beards that's a definite you know helping with jaw lines and whatnot and how you craft that so very good point yeah i think that kind of just plays into even more so the role of hats as well um and like knowing once again kind of talking about what's for you and what's not for you um, you see everybody right now rocking the little dad cap, like the uh. bent bill thing. I can't do it. I can't. And I know I can't. And I wish more guys would step up to the plate and go, you know what? I can't rock this. Uh, cause I just have, I have a really round face. Um, I'm, my facial hair game is on zero. Um, so I don't have anything that's kind of boxing my face out. And when you put a real round baseball cap like that, all it, all it really does to me is look like Tom Hanks just took me to a baseball game. <laughs> I think I agree with that, you know, that fact too. And there's some, the thing with dad hats to me is like, I'm not opposed to them. Like it doesn't work for me, but some dad hats are just dumb. Like I can't get over the little memes on dad hats or like the hats that just say dad on them. Like at least try to find something that's a little bit more original than you got at like hot topic or whatever. It is. Mm-hmm. So all those guys, uh, John specifically that are rocking dad hats and now are sweating like hookers in church after what <laughs> yeah. you said, uh, what are the telltale signs? I mean, you mentioned kind of the face and like what you go through, but what are some telltale signs that maybe that dad hat life isn't for them? I mean, if it's too tight, you know, right around the brim or anything like that, it almost looks like it's like cutting off the circulation at the top of your head. I mean, that's got to be a no-go, my man. Like, I'm sorry to tell you. Um, and a lot of, you know, they're rocking them backwards with like the little strap out and everything like that. And um, I just wish that more people would 
could take a step back and go, you know what, this is a really big trend right now. Everybody else is doing it, but unfortunately, it's not for me. That's smart. So here's a question for you guys. I mean, I guess we all kind of have it in some way, but accessories with outfits, whether it be watch watches or jewelries or like I would consider my accessory to be like the sneakers. What are some of your tips and, you know, the accessories that you use that you've experimented with or learned or, you know, how it works or what doesn't? Um, honestly, I recently just kind of tried to get my accessory game up. I, I don't know a whole lot about jewelry, unfortunately. Um, but I think that there are great pieces to kind of complementing and tying an outfit together. Um, it kind of goes back to kind of knowing what's for you. Um, gold really flushes me out. Um, I'm obviously a little bit of an olive complexion, but not too dark. Um, so gold really flushes me out. It makes me look a lot paler and everything like that. It's just not for me. It's a little too blingy for me. Um, but then it looks great on a lot of other people. So I, I rock a lot of silver, um, a couple silver chains. I think I have two, two different lengths or anything like that. I kind of like to layer those up. Um, graphic tees or you know under flannels or anything like that i think it just brings like a nice pop to something um as well as rings i've been a really big ring guy for a little bit now um and i kind of just get those from you know those little vintage stores or anything like that where you can pick up a nice ring for 10 12 bucks it's nothing too fancy it's just always got to be one that kind of calls to me i'm like oh this is kind of interesting um and i think they're just kind of good accent pieces that kind of make a statement but tie everything together and make everything kind of cohesive i really don't like to rock things i'm OCD about colors and stuff like that. Um, so you'll never see me in like a gold ring and silver or anything like that. No, it all has to be the same color. Um, and I like to keep it pretty simple in that aspect. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very interesting too because uh, like after you were saying that, that's the first thing I noticed was like you know you have like you know you have two rings on one hand and then I see a thumb ring on the other and so and a bracelet too and they all are like you know cohesive with silver and it definitely does once you mentioned it it definitely does uh, help kind of bring your skin more to life and like you know add more color to it just with the contrast. Um, all right, Jordan. So I know you're a, a watch guy or a developing watch guy. What do you think about, you know, adding a watch to your, you know, repertoire? Or... Yeah, yeah, I definitely am. And uh, I would say the, the first way I got into watches was uh, a little bit of looks when I was really young. And then I left it and then came back to it as a functionality. And I like the way they work and movements and everything like that. So I know quite a bit about, you know, like how, you know, what type of watches, like what's the difference between a mechanical and an automatic and a quartz watch. But I would say for watches, I think it's something that can definitely be uh, almost like, like what John said, a, um, a cohesive uh, thing or even like uh, something that adds to the crescendo of your outfit whatever you want your like uh, punchline to be on your outfit like you know watches can help with that and so like for instance i think that um you know even if you wanted to play with your watch face a little bit uh i'm a big fan of that so i have like a rosy peachish color watch that i don't use a lot but it's really interesting because it's like if you really look at it the hands are mismatched uh to the watch face and then the like the numbers are like very it's like almost like a frankenstein watch and i like it when i'm trying to be you know a little bit more edgy so i think that 
when it comes to me, I think that there is a lot of beauty in those details right there, especially in watches. Yeah. I think watches are some things that evolve for some people as they get older, but I think if you can get into it while you're younger, if you enjoy watches, it's something that does pop just like jewelry does. Like if you can understand it and figure out how it helps you, I think it definitely adds, you know, the cherry on top to what you're wearing kind of adds a little bit more talking points or vocal points to the outfit. Um, personally for me, I guess my accessory would be sneakers. Uh, this is what I'm going to say about those, uh, necessary kind of like, just make, if you have, you, if you only have like two or three pairs of shoes, I'll just make sure like, you know, they stay clean. Um, like you can get really expensive and buy shoes that are 250 bucks and whatnot. And it's a talking point and they can be vocal, but same price, like a $70 pair of Stan Smith's that are clean, do the same thing as a $220 pair of Jordan's. Um, and making, maybe you have a variety if you do, like you want to have a nice black pair, or maybe a, you know, a lighter pair, something that can match various outfits. That way you aren't stuck always, you know, wearing the same pair, being the guy who's seen always wearing the same pair. Cause it does add a little bit of pop of color. Yeah. And, uh, just to circle back to this question too, I wanted to, um, mention a point when you talked about shoes, I think also, especially in the professional setting, when you have to be a little bit more tame, sometimes socks are a great way to like mix it up and kind of show your own personality and like, especially a corporate world where I work. So what I would say to that is, um, you know, plan out. I think that like the way you wear things should almost be like a story. So by the time they get, you know, they see, they see you with, let's say a, uh, I was wearing this this week. So for instance, I was wearing a floral, like a, a navy floral, uh, shirt that had, uh, like little roses that were blue and maroon on them. Then I had maroon slacks. And then for my, like, socks, just because it was kind of an interesting thing, I just went with like a very soft, like a gray color and it just was enough to throw off the whole outfit so it didn't look all that dark so i mean just remember that you can definitely be playful in any setting you want especially with accessories but just make sure that it's not too much and you know they're accessories they're not the main thing so don't get too crazy but have fun um so as we kind of come towards the end of this john i know you and i have spoke on in the past about doing some sort of informative channel about, you know, how to wash or take care of your clothes. Yeah. If you could just kind of give some pointers there, like a take home for some of, you know, someone that's listening on how to, you know, properly understand, you know, how to wash clothes or. Um, okay. My PSA for that will be stop washing your jeans. That's all I have to say about that. Um, a lot of people come to me and they're like, oh, man, I really like your jeans. I really like the fit of them. I really like how they've honeycombed on the back or anything like that. Um, when you get a jean, it is not worn in at all. Um, jeans custom fit to the wearer. Um, and over time, the back of the knees and everything like that, the way they stack on um, the person that's wearing them is all unique to them. Um, so when you go ahead and you get, you know, even a nice pair of $70 Levi's or anything like that, and you've worn them for a really long time, they're starting to fit you really nice, they're worn in, they're starting to fade, um, and then you go ahead and you just throw them in the washer, you're losing all of that story, you're losing all of those colors, all those unique washes and everything like that that are tailored to you from what you're wearing them for so long. Um, and I think a lot of people mess that up and come to me and like, yeah, my jeans never stayed the same color, or you know, they shrank after I got them, and I'm like, I'm like, well, I, you know, I dry clean all mine, or if I don't have the time for that, I freeze them for a couple days. It's going to kill off all the bacteria, get rid of any odors or anything like that. Um, and all people are like, well, I don't have the money to dry clean or anything like that. I'm like, 
I just dry clean these for $4 at the local spot. So it's, it's really not a huge thing to go out of your way. Um, but if you want to keep, I'm a huge advocate for keeping nice things nice and wearing the out of them. <laughs> so I, I've spent, you know, $400 on jeans probably in the last like three years, honestly, but I have those same jeans. Those are the only jeans that I wear. Um, so as long as you take care of something, um, wearing it in the dirt, man. Make it yours. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just learned something. Like, I didn't know you could, like, freezing jeans or, like, killed off bacteria and odor. I didn't know that. Like, there's something for me I'll take home right there and be like, all right. Because I don't ever really – I may wash my jeans every eight months or something like that just because I get, like, stains on them or something. I don't take care of it right away. Um, but it's, you know, very rare, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think that's something that everybody can learn, too, is, like, you know, don't always think about the most traditional way to take care of your clothes just because that's normally thought of because uh, some cases that's not the best way. Like John was saying with jeans, you lose a lot of that character that you build up in those jeans and, you know, you lose the fit that you love so much about your pair of jeans specifically. So, you know, be be your own researcher when it comes to these things and don't be afraid to experiment. And, you know, all it is 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 fashion. It's not like the end of the world, but done right, <clears throat> it can definitely boost somebody's confidence and make some life changes. And Julian, by the way, don't be like scared if you see my underwear in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think that's a good point. Is there any last word you guys want to drop on this episode? Uh, no, I just want to say thanks for having me. Um, I've wanted to be on here for a long time, so I'm stoked to finally be able to link up with you guys and have some good conversation. Hopefully, uh, we get some good questions or talking points off these guys. Maybe we'll see a fashion episode part two at one point. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it would be, we kind of just scratched the surface, I think, of your knowledge. I think it would be some of the more young adults who are into this scene, maybe going deeper next time into like what, you know, streetwear designers or, you know, um, non-traditional expensive denim that isn't, you know, uh, true religion or whatever oh, it is. The Ed Hardy era. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good yeah, maybe diving deeper into that next time. Uh, any last words, Jordan? Uh, no, just wanted to show my appreciation for everybody who's listened this far or um, who's been following this podcast for right now. And uh, for all of you who are new, please tune out right now. This is just for the real fans. Um, I really appreciate and love you guys. So uh, thanks. Yeah, uh, thanks for tuning in. We hope you got some tips and uh, we'll catch you around next time.